Hey guys, so before we start this podcast episode for this week, um, this episode is going to be broken down into two parts because it is very long and I don't want to do it like that. Um, And I want you also to have the time to listen to, you know, both episodes. So this is part one of this podcast episode. Hey guys, and welcome to the Mental Health Check-In Podcast. This is your mental health bestie, Bree, and this is where we talk about where faith meets mental health. Our goal is to encourage your faith and inspire you on your mental health journey. Hello guys, and hi, hi, hi. So your girl is so, so excited um, to share this episode with you. Um... It is like a testimony slash a mental health check-in. I don't really know what I'm going to say, um, but I just want to speak to speak from the heart. Um, most of our podcast episodes, um, I do, you know, get like a script together and pray about it and, you know, uh, commune with God and just, you know, it's a little more structured. It's very structured. I'm a, I'm a queen of structure. Um, but... I really just wanted to come on and and share some amazing news and, you know, encourage you guys along the way. So let's, you know, get into our checklist for today. Um, so first, I want you to clear your mind. I want you to remove all distractions. Um, it is just so um, liberating to have um, just a brain that is not constantly working and moving and thinking like I'm an overthinker um I have anxiety and anxiety and um I think I got a little bit of ADHD too I I didn't get diagnosed for that but if if somebody told me I had ADHD I would definitely believe it um you know so I your girl got a lot of things going on in her life (laughs) and I'm okay with that um because that's who I am so but to have like a, a mind that isn't currently moving and, and thinking and just free. And I literally just am clear, a clear mind is something that I feel like a lot of people take for granted. Um, but for those who don't and you appreciate when you have a clear mind, shout out to you because I love that for us when we're there, you know, it isn't, it is very intentional. Um, and it's hard, especially when you have a lot of life going on. Um, I want you to, you know, maybe pull out a journal. I don't know, pull out a journal. That's usually on our checklist. But again, I don't really know. I don't really have a base for today. Um, but you know, maybe something I say may speak to you. So, you know, pull out their notes, pull out, open up the notes app in your phone and just get it together. Um, make room for God to speak to you. You know, I'm just going to let God speak through me. So make room for him to speak to you too. And grab a cup of tea, a cup of water, something soothing to drink. I have some water that I'm going to take a sip of really quick. Amen. Um, And I do have a verse for today. Um, I do. This is the verse for my vision board. So I'm going to share with you guys a little bit 
that is on my vision board. Um, <clears throat> I did share my vision board with my close friends, with a couple close friends. Um, but my vision board is really like a me and God thing, you know? I think um, a lot of people have different reasons for creating a vision board, but my vision board is my time to commune with God and to partner up with him and be like, all right, God, these are the things that I'm thinking for this year. And I would love for, you know, these things to come to pass. And, you know, what do you think about this thing? What do you think about that thing? Like it took me um, a month to get my vision board together. So I did what every other TikToker did. Not every other, but those who did it. A vision board slideshow. So me and um, one of my besties, we have done vision boards together for a very long time. Um, I don't know when I first one did it, when we first started doing it, but we did it together for a very long time. But this year it was the first time. Like I did, I had a digital, a digital vision board. Excuse me, I think in twenty twenty, I think in twenty twenty. Twenty twenty was my first uh digital one. And I've been hooked ever since. Okay. Now my um vision board verse is Ephesians so the, the verse for today is Ephesians 3 20 our God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think praise the Lord so that is also uh the verse for my vision board my vision board word of the year because I always pick a word and you know what if you ain't do a vision board child is only February you can still do one in Jesus name um, and God can, you know, if you were writing things on that vision board, if you partnered up with God and then you created it, um, I don't see any reason why God is not going to make it happen. Okay. Um, because God cares about the things that we care about. And I know I say that a lot on this podcast, but I don't, I think that I, I lived my life so long, not knowing that God cared about the things that I cared about, you know? Like, I thought that the things that I cared about, some of them were just, you know, little and insignificant to God. And, but they're not. They're, they're literally not. Um, especially things that hurt me, but also the things that bring me great joy, you know, things that bring me joy. God cares about that. Um, all oh, the birds are chirping. Come on, shout out to this beautiful day. Amen. Um, I love that for me. I love that for, well, I don't, you know what? I don't know what the weather's going to be like <laughs> when this podcast, when this podcast episode dropped, but shout out to me just looking out my window, um, in my room and just seeing the beauty that is God's earth. Okay. So let me share a little bit about my life. So I am 26. Um, I'm single. I don't have any children. Well, I don't have any human children. I have a pup and I have a cat. Um, and I'm not going to say their names because they're in my room right now and I need them to not, I need them to just stay where they are and not make any noise in Jesus name. Um, and I, me and my family, we live together. Um, you know, we, we do things. We split the bills three ways and, um, you know, that's, that's how we live our life in this household. And I am very proud of, you know, I don't come from a lot of money. I don't, child, I come, I barely come from any money. <laughs> I was going to say I don't come from a lot of money. Child, I barely come from any money. Okay. 
you know, like, I barely come from any money. Um, my mom is, you know, has always done um, her best to, um, you know, take care of us and provide for us and my family. We've always been a family that stuck together and looked out for each other. And um, so, you know, now in 2023, you know, my family has a cleaning business. It is JC Latimer Commercial Cleaning. If you are in the Philadelphia, Delaware, Jersey area, um, you know, so shout out to my family's cleaning business. My grandma has had this business for a very long time and, you know, it, it is doing very well. And I'm so happy for, you know, her obedience and, and my aunt, who is the co-owner, um, the owner or the co-owner, shout out, I think, I think co-owner, I don't know. Um, but you know, like we are now, you know, a family that is, you know, that's making some money. Um, and it's great. And I have my things that I'm doing this podcast and, you know, I'm, I'm in school to be a therapist and God is just moving in my life and in my family's life. But we didn't always have this, what we have now. Like, I remember there was a time where, um, you know, I was younger and we were living, me and my siblings and my mom and my dad all living in a house. And um, I remember one time we had to share a fork, you know, like we, it was, it was hard out here. You know, like hustling flows. No, it's hard out here for a pimp trying to go and get the money for the rent. Okay. And it was, it was, it was difficult, you know, but my mom never made us feel like, you know, things were just so hard. She never, she let us be kids. And we, I mean, you know, as a kid, I don't know how old I was. Um, I want to say I probably was like five, four or five, five or six. I was eating noodles and noodles. And you know, <laughs> You know, eating them oozing noodles, you need a fork, okay? It is very hard to eat noodles with a spoon, okay? I remember this day like it was yesterday, and I don't have a great memory. And it's not really a traumatic memory for me, um, but I just remember it. You know, we were all sitting at the table, and we were having family time, and, you know, eating dinner together and talking. And I remember um, me and my siblings, it was, you know, we had to take turns and sharing that fork, Um and, you know, and it sounds horrible. It does. <laughs> but it's okay because that's just where we were during that time. Um, and, you know, we've struggled a lot. And But you know what? My mom has never made us feel like the struggle was just so hard. I'm not going to say it was normalized, but it wasn't like we could get through it, you know? So I'm not looking back on that day like, Oh my God, you know, we only had one fork and my mom was crying, you know, like it was, it was a regular night. And I mean, eventually we got more forks, but I do remember us just sharing that one fork for a while. Um, at least that week, I should say. I don't remember when we got another one. I don't know when we got more silverware, but I remember we was taking turns with that fork. Okay. Um, so that's just a little bit about my background and, you know, and, and we're in this house now where, you know, we all are on the lease and we have done, you know, we have come far as a family, I should say, is what I'm trying to say. We come from a far, yeah, we have come far as a family from sharing a fork many, many years ago to, you know, um, having our own house and having my own room. I didn't get my own room until I was, uh, what, 20, my own room? Um, 
and that's not every that's that's a lot of people's testimony but that's not everybody's testimony so if this is your testimony and you are in your family's house and you're like oh i gotta share with my siblings child that was me that that was me for a while um at least till 20 and i'm 26 now so um here i am just you know reflecting on uh my time as a person who lived with my family um and and you know and unashamed also um because i think there's a certain stigma with people like oh i still live at home with my family like me my first of all y'all need to know i mean y'all know because i just told y'all but other people who judge you you know you don't need to know our testimony okay this is a testimony of us all living together and having our own rooms and you know being able to be at a place financially with God's grace and God's hand to provide for ourselves because everybody don't have that. Everybody doesn't have that. Um, and if you are listening to this podcast and you still don't have that, God is going to make a way for you. So I, um, you know, we have had a lot of uh, difficult times in this house as far as our landlord is concerned. And, um, you know, and during this time, I have been very obedient as far as my heart posture. So in November of 2022, our landlord was like, oh, well, the owner is selling the house. And we like, well, we already planned on moving, but you know, the pandemic came and messed everything up. Um, but, you know, the landlord was like, oh, well, the owner is selling the house. And I'm like, well, what you mean you selling the house? There's still people living here. How are you gonna do that? <laughs> and he was like, well, I need you to get out basically and hurry up. And I was like, well, I don't know how we're gonna do that, but I'm going to trust God in spite of, and, you know, we had plans to all move together. Um, and then, you know, so a lot of praying and a lot of things, like we had a plumbing issue out front and um, our water got cut off. And we didn't have water for like two weeks, no running water. First, we didn't have hot water. Then we didn't have no water. Like it, it was a lot. And those who, you know, unfortunately have struggled in that area, you know, no, this isn't the first time that we have not had a hot water for a while. Like, you know, and I'm sharing this because I'm not ashamed. Um, and I know that this is going to free somebody who may be really in a hard place right now. But during those times and those hard places and those hard times in life, I, you know, trusted God. You know, so from November to February, November 2022, 2022 to now, you know, we have had a plumbing issue and our landlord threatened to kick us out and we didn't have you know water running water for two weeks i had to go to my friend's house and shower and you have to use water bottles and you know like we we was out here in the trenches <laughs> we was in the trenches um and it wasn't okay but it was nothing that we could do about it like these were outside circumstances coming in to mess us up you know our landlord, our owner, not doing what he had to do to take care of the home that he's supposed that we're paying for every every month for the last six years to be and to live in, you know. So there are certain situations that come in life that you have no control over at all. But the only thing that you do have control over is to trust God, and that was my heart posture during this entire time of this, you know, struggle. And you know, I am a person who who does suffer from situational depression. I believe there is a, an, an actual name for it. 
but basically when things happen in your life, situations that happen that cause you to be depressed. Um, there are many different um, forms of depression, and I know that it is one that I do suffer from. So I could have, you know, fallen into a depression, but I was very determined. I was very, very determined this time around to not. I did not want to be depressed. And I stayed close to God, to God, and I prayed, and I listened to worship music, and I uh, talked it out with my friends because there, you know, there's a level of shame and a level of, uh, you know, pride, I should say, that can come in during those times when you're really struggling and you don't want to share. Had I not shared the things that I was going through with those around me, um, it would have made it 10 times harder, you know, 10 times harder. So this little part of this message is for you. I want you to share the things that you're going through with those around you, okay? Because God can and will help you out and provide for you with those who are, you know, around you. Um, so yeah, this was, this was what, so Christmas comes around and things are, you know, things are looking up as far as, um, all of the troubles with the house, you know, we still have to move, but Christmas is around. I'm like, you know what? I don't have it this year. I'm trying to move or trying to move. I don't have it this year to, you know, buy Christmas presents. So I didn't, I didn't buy Christmas presents for anybody. Um, and again, that was another thing that I was struggling with because I'm like, oh, I always buy Christmas presents for my friends and my family. And even if I can't do much, I always do something. And, but I was like, you know what? That Again, that's your pride talking. And I didn't realize I was so prideful, but child, here we are. Um, that is your pride speaking and it's fine. You know, your friends know what's going on and girl, you ain't got it. You ain't got it. So, you know, stunting is a habit get like me, but I, I ain't trying to stunt, okay, because you can't stunt with what you don't got, all right, and that's a word for somebody else who need that, <laughs> so, you know, Christmas is, you know, it's going good, and it's, it's looking up, and I'm surrounded, um, and I got Christmas presents this year, which was one thing that I was kind of, you know, upset about, or thinking that I wasn't going to get, and they were, you know, they were meaningful, significant presents, um, they were great, you know, they weren't lavish gifts, and I'm not really a materialistic person, um, I do splurge on things that I, like, I'm a tech girl, so I'll splurge on a new iPad or a new camera or all of that stuff. Um, I do like clothes, too. I'm getting time. I'm getting sidetracked, but <laughs> I'm not materialistic, is what I should say. Um, so material things, um, don't mean much. Um, but I do, I do like things, you know, so I was very thankful and blessed to have a community who still was able to, you know, or and, and also to have a God who cares about the things that I care about and know that, you know, I really just wanted a Christmas present. And I got multiple ones, and I was very blessed in that aspect. Um, so then, you know, God put it on my heart, you know, to move by myself. He said, girl, you you going to get your own place. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I'm back in school. You know, I'm in school to be a licensed therapist. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But that's going to take a long time. Like, there's going to be a couple years of schooling because um, I have to get a master's degree. And right now, your girl is on her associate's degree level right now. Um, and I was just like, God, I don't know. You know, and I, was, and I was fearful because, again, this is, you know, I'm 26 and this will be my first time moving out on my own. And I'm like... You know, my mom is very, um, 
was very intentional about the way that she raised us, being that, you know, she let us know that, you know, we are going to struggle, but it's how you operate during the struggle that, you know, that matters the most. Um, you know, my mom is, she, she doesn't have anxiety or at least not in like the normal sense. Um, so like even when times are hard, like during this all this time, we didn't have no water and all that stuff. Like she was not freaking out. So because she wasn't freaking out, we weren't freaking out, you know, things were, I'm like, okay, you know, if mom's okay, we can be okay too, you know? And, and I think, you know, for those moms who, um, you know, who are, are free in your emotions and you have anxiety, um, you know, our kids are, um, they are, they, um, let me say this in a way that I can say it without hurting anybody's feelings, because that's not what I'm trying to do at all, but um, kids mock what you do, you know, they don't, and you know, uh, back in the day, parents used to say, well, do as I say and not as I do, that's opposite, kids are going to do as you do, okay, so if you are, you know, I think there's a healthy balance between showing kids, you know, emotions and also shielding them from certain things at the same time. And again, I don't have any children, so I'm not judging anybody for the things that they do. Um, but I think for me, what I needed to see, you know, was I needed to see, you know, in that moment, my mom being okay with everything that was happening, at least to us and us having conversations about it, even as, as a 26-year-old um, and being okay with that. Um, because had I saw her freaking out and crying I would have been freaking out and crying also at the same time, you know? So that's all I'm going to say on that because I don't want to get off topic or offend anybody or try to tell anybody how to parent their children because that's not what I do here on this podcast, um, at least not intentionally. Um, so, yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, my mom, you know, she told, um, told me how to take care of myself um, financially and physically and you know and God came in and and taught me the other things that I didn't know or didn't necessarily get from my parents um so I'm like all right Lord you know if you want me to move by myself I guess so like okay I guess I can do it um and I was like you know what I'll trust you you know I'm gonna trust you but I'm like in order for me to move by myself you know I need certain things to happen you know like I was working part-time um because that is what I wanted I went from working full-time to working part-time and on part-time hours was paying the bills, you know, but when you go from living with other people to living by yourself, you know, them bills be billing, like, you know, and I'm like, okay, Lord, well, I, you know, I had a very specific prayer about the things that I needed and I'm, and I'm going to share it because, you know, I always be telling you my business anyway. So I was like, okay, God, I'm only working X amount of hours. I need Z amount of hours to, you know, be able to actually afford somebody's rent because, child when i tell you inflation and these um these landlords are out here some of them some of them are out here scheming okay i know that the cost of living has went up i really do but these prices that they're asking that they are asking for is beyond what people can actually afford if you are uh just what is it what is it what is it high class middle class low class if you're like low low class middle class because I, I think there's there should be like 
okay, we got low class, we we got middle class. What about uh low and a half class? Cause I feel like I'm like, I don't know, I guess it depends on who we talk who you talk to. I wouldn't consider myself middle class at all. Um, but you know, I'm not poor. <laughs> so whatever's whatever's in the middle of that. I'm like, you know, for those who don't make I don't know, a hundred dollars an hour. <laughs> It's really hard to, you know, provide for yourself and to pay rent and do all this stuff and not to add kids, you know, didn't add kids on the mix on top of it. Like, it's hard out here for real. So, oh, stamps, sorry. So I'm like, okay, Lord, you know, I want to be able to find a home that I can afford where I'm not penny pinching every month. Because to me, it ain't that serious to move on your own just to say you have your, unless you have to, like unless you come from a situation or a family who you just need to leave and you need to get out. That's not my testimony. I enjoy my family very much. We are a family who gets along, you know. I mean, you know, everybody got their stuff, but, you know, we are a family that, you know, that gets along with each other and we can live together and we can have family events. And I know that everybody doesn't have that. And I'm sorry for those who don't. But for me, it wasn't like, a, okay, you don't have to move away from your family. Like, you can stay um, and y'all can do what y'all do and everything can be fine, especially when me going back to school. Um, but God was like, no, you know, I got you. And I want to let you know that you can lean on me in this aspect also. And for me, like, my trust in God has very has strengthened a lot within the last two years but there are still moments where I have to find myself. I have to trust God in a new area, um, you know, in a new situation. I had to trust God differently with my finances this time around. I'm like, all right, Lord, you know, well, if you if you provide another job um, or a job to fill in those extra hours and and that are, you know, that is full time, but not too full time to where I can still get my schoolwork done and still do ministry, this podcast is ministry, and still operate on my business, and still write my books, like, your girl's out here doing a lot of things, like, I'm an author, I write black romance novels, um, I have a mental health stationery business, um, so, you know, I'm doing, you know, I'm selling uh, journals, and memo pads, and bookmarks, and art prints, and I do, you know, like, pop-up shops, and vendor events, you know, in the spring, and in the summertime, and, you know, I, I'm writing books, so I need time to sit down and let the creative juices flow, and I also need time to do this podcast. Like, I do a lot of things, and I do all of those things because that those are the areas that God has called me to, um, and it is a lot, but I'm not doing it by myself because I'm doing it with God, and so it's fine. But I'm like, God, you know, in order for me to be obedient and to still be able to do all the things that you're calling me to do and that you're, and then you um that you are calling me to do and that, you know, and I want to do it well because I'm a person, you know, if I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it good. I'm going to do it well. I'm going to be as great as, I'm not going to say perfect because that's not the goal anymore. I am a recovering perfection um, perfectionist. So, <laughs> you know, if I can be the, the greatest, I want to be the greatest version of myself in every area that I'm in, you know, my friendship and my family and my ministry and my businesses, um, that I can be. And I'm like, you know, but all of that, that takes time and that takes dedication. And God's like, well, I already set you up. I allowed you to work on all of these things and to learn what works 
what works for each thing. You know what works for you when it's time to write a book. You know what works for you when it's time to record a podcast episode. You know what works for you when it is time to work on your business. Like you spent 2022 was a preparation year of for me to, you know, have systems and things and habits that work for my life. Um, and that's where God, you know, has, he has prepared me for that. Like 2022 was my, was my preparation season. Um, and 2023 is, the you know, the abundance, the things that come from being prepared, you know, the, the fruit that was planted through the seeds of 2022. Um, so I'm like, all right, Lord. And so I prayed for a certain amount of hours and a certain amount of money and God did that. And I said, okay, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Look at you. Won't you do it? Cause you said you would. And I knew you would and you did it. So he did that. And then I'm like, all right, well, we got that out the way. Um, or you got that out the way. Um, let's, let's find a home. Um, so I was very, um, I am a person who, you know, who now knows the God that I serve. And what I mean by that is that I know God in a way that I didn't know him before. And I know that he cares about the things that I care about, which again, I always say, because it's true. Um, But also, so so I don't have to be shy. I don't have to feel like I'm undeserving of the things that I'm praying for and I could I could dream I can pray big because I'm not gonna say I can dream big I can pray big I can write the vision and um, and make it plain and I can make those things big like they don't have to be little prayers like oh god just give me a home that is you know that 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 is just one like a studio so okay for example in the beginning I was looking for a studio apartment I'm like all right god you know I can settle for a studio. It doesn't have to be the most. It doesn't have to be a lot. Like, I just need somewhere to sleep and to cook and, you know, and that's it. But then, um, you know, a guy was like, girl, what you going to do in a studio? That is not enough. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's not. But, you know, that's that's all I want to pray for. And then I got my life together very quickly. And I'm like, you know what? That is not the God. I don't serve a little God. I don't serve a small God. Okay? I serve a big God, you know big God, big action, big prayers. Okay. So you were going to pray for big things from your God who's able to do it. You know? So I'm like, all right, Lord, you know, I'm not going to be afraid. And I want to ask for the things that I want in this home. And I don't just want, I don't even just want a regular one bedroom apartment. You know, I'm like, you know, in order, I, for example, like this podcast, there's always interruptions. (laughs) always interruptions i'm like lord i need a content studio somewhere where i can go and record my podcast episodes and just it can just be me and you just talking and i'm and i'm talking to the audience and the listeners and without interruptions and i'm like so i started going through the things that i needed i'm like god i also need a business space you know i'm like i have a business i have products you know i'm I have a small business. I'm doing it by myself. I don't have a team of people with my business. I'm like, so I keep all the inventory at home. Like, I don't have a vendor. I mean, I do have a vendor, duh. But some of the products I make by myself. I'm like, so I need storage for this stuff. Like, I 
you know, I'm so grateful that my business did not blow up or go viral in 2022 and 2021 because where would I put all that stuff at? Like in my room, <laughs> in my room, I'm not going to, how am I going to put all that stuff in that room? Like in this, in this, my room right now, like it's, it's jam packed with stuff. <laughs> it's jam packed with stuff. Um, and I thank God that I'm able to operate my business outside of my room and I'm able to pack orders for my room. I'm like, God, but I want more for myself in this in this home. Like if I'm going to move by myself, just these are the things that I need in order to operate how you want me to operate and the things that you would call me to do. So I said, I need a business space. I said, I would like, so I went through the things that I needed. Um, but I took it a far, a step farther and went to the things that I wanted, you know, like I need a safe neighborhood because, you know, it's not safe out here. Um, I'm based in Philly. I'm like, it ain't safe out here in Philly. Okay. I'm like, you know, but I also, also want, you know, um, big windows and, and storage and natural light, like natural light isn't a necessity, but I do want natural light because I'm a content creator and I you know, I like to create content, um, and natural light is the best version, that's the best way for me to do it, that I like to do it, you know, so I really went down a list of the things that I wanted, and I liked, and, and rent, and I prayed over the landlord, and I prayed over the owner, and I'm like, you know, good neighbors, kind neighbors, like, these are all of the things that I'm asking for, God, I'm like, God, I also want, you know, a library, you know, your girl loves to read, she's an author, but she also loves to read, and I'm like, I don't have as, I didn't order as many books that I want to order and want to buy because I don't have nowhere to put them. <laughs> my bookshelves, I had a bookshelf in the closet and I got a bookshelf right next to my desk right here and it's full of books and my business products and my camera and just all of the stuff that I need in my life, you know, so I really went in and I didn't let, I didn't settle and I didn't let insecurities or I didn't let the enemy try to stop me from praying big for the things that I want and also the things that I need. And you know what? God delivered. So there's an apartment that I went to go see. And I I prayed. I'm like, all right, God, when I move in, I mean, when I go do these apartment tours, I'm like, I don't want to fill out a thousand applications. And I don't want to visit a thousand apartments or a thousand houses. I'm like, you know, I would like to just you know, maybe fill out one application, maybe two if I have to, um, to get approved for a home, you know? And I'm like, those, you know, I don't want to go through the whole tedious thing. Like, sometimes finding an apartment is like finding a job, you know? It's a job to find a job. Sorry, drink some water. It's a job to find an apartment, okay? So I'm like, God, mm, I don't want to do all that. And God was like, okay, girl. You know, like, I, that's how I feel like God just be with me sometimes. Like, all right, sis, what else do you want? All right, girl. Okay. Like, that's how he talked to me in my head. So, I went to go view this apartment. So, I only went on two apartment tours. The first apartment, I was, you know, I prayed about it. I didn't know what it looked like. So, it didn't have any pictures. And I, that should have been a sign that I wasn't going to like it. But I was like, oh, I'm going to have hope. And I have a, I, I have had a problem with hope in the past. I've been very disappointed in my life a lot and it you know so me not hoping for much is a defense mechanism it's a trauma response and it's something that I'm trying to separate myself from because if I don't have hope I don't have faith and if I don't have faith where does that leave where does that leave God you know it doesn't leave God 
any room to do anything. It, you know, it's it's not good to not have hope. It's not good to not believe for things. Um, you know, to believe for the bare minimum is literally the bare minimum. And God can and will do so much more than that in our lives and for us. So, you know, I went to go see this apartment and I was very disappointed. It was so tiny and I was just like, oh Lord, and, and the rent was above my it was above what I wanted to pay, but it was like it was at my max. And I'm like, okay, I can't do no more than this. But it was so tiny what it was asking for. And I'm like, ew. And I I'm like, God, as soon as I walk through the apartment that's meant for me, I want to fall in love with this place as soon as I see it. Like that's what I want to do. Immediately. Um, and I did not feel that. And then they showed me another apartment in that building. And I'm like, oh, hold on. Is this guy's hand? Is this, you know, because when we pray for stuff, you know, there are things that looks that looks like it couldn't be God. Sorry. That looks like it can be God, but it's not, you know, and that was this situation. I'm like, oh, well, here's another apartment, but it comes with like, it was, it was confusion, you know, and it was like, I don't know how this is going to happen. Like God is not a God of confusion. You know, things are crystal clear with God. You either get a no or you either get a yes. You just need to know if he's telling you no or yes. And you know that answer. So this other apartment that they showed me in the same building, I was just like, okay, maybe it could be. So I then went to the leasing office and I talked to them. And it was like, no, girl, that's a different apartment. And it costs way more money. And it was out of my asking price. And I was like, you know what? All right. Well, this is not the apartment for me then. All right, guys, so thank you for listening to part one. Please, I don't mean to leave you on a cliffhanger. Wait, y'all remember that? Um, <laughs> y'all remember reading Rainbow? No, it was not reading Rainbow. Um, Between the Lions, come on. It's like, between the lines, between the, uh, the colors of the book, you gotta look between the lines. Come on, that's for my 90s babies. Um, But there was a segment on Between the Lions, and it was a cliffhanger. Um. Come on, it was like, uh, hanging from a cliff. Uh, oh crap, what is it? Cliff hanger. Y'all, come on, come on. Somebody know what I'm talking about. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, please go to YouTube right now and type in Between the Lions Cliff Hanger. Okay, I don't mean to do that to y'all, but I am a long, I, I can talk. So, I do not want you guys to sit here and listen to me talk for an hour and a half straight. No, thank you. I love my voice, but I don't know if y'all love my voice that much. So, please come back next week to hear the rest of this amazing story and the rest of this amazing testimony. Thank you so much for listening, and I love you guys. Peace out.